Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Donkey Kong Artist Podcast, the world's greatest video game podcast as voted on by everyone who listens to any video game podcast. Don't check that, but it's true. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Patrick Shanley, joined, as always, by my daughter, Ryan Shanley, who is super cute and is going to be really loud throughout this whole podcast, whether we want her to or not. There's not much I can do about it. And, of course, Edmund Arnold, my best friend and co-host. Eddie, what's up, dude? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Very happy to have the youngest co-host on of all time. I think we're breaking records today. Yeah, somebody should call Guinness because I'm pretty sure that this is record. Yeah, we are doing. We are moving mountains right now. Does Guinness still do the world record books? Remember yeah, those? They may, there's a lot of money. Yeah, because people pay to get in those books. So why would they stop? That's a good point. Like, like, if you're cranking if, out money, why stop doing it? If I'm Sparks Nevada and I want people to come to Sparks Nevada, I'm going to pay Guinness to say that I had the largest boulder in a brown I don't know I don't know I'm just pulling up stuff I thought you were I, I thought you were being serious for a second I'm like but those the biggest boulders in Sparks yeah. Nevada I prop yep we're in the Guinness Book of World World Records for that I'd say drunks per capita in downtown area Sparks is probably a world record holder yeah 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 well we I'm pretty sure Guinness is still around because what else would keep libraries around Good point. So, That's the only reason. That is the only reason why is because kids need those books. We are so. staunchly anti-book and just reading in general on this Very. podcast. That's the number one thing. Yeah, you're totally. an author. Shut up. You write. I, <laughs> I have like I'm, a literal Substack where I post. Short I am stories. anti-reading. I hate reading. It's like every time Patrick posts a short story, I'm like, no, I'm not reading this. I want to. I want to support, but I, no, I'm against reading. Well, watch I TV. You being a great friend. One thing I did read was the uh, the July sales report. From the MPD group, um, and because really, frankly, what the hell else is even going on in video games right now? We're in that weird in-between period where summer starts off strong pretty much every year with games, right? We have like a it's big just, game. It's and a time we, before Madden. It's a yeah. season before Madden. Yep. Exactly. Everyone's just clearing space for John Madden to roll through in that Madden bus that he has. Do you remember that? Because he couldn't fly, so he had like this tricked-out bus. Why couldn't he fly? Because he doesn't like to fly. Oh. Which so I kind of appreciate. Everywhere? Do you know how pimp of a move that is to just like you're so rich and powerful that you don't even need to fly (laughs) yeah that is like privilege wrapped up in a nice nice how do you he made it as a sportscaster his whole life was he ever a player or was he just like freaking joking me i I don't know anything about john madden because i how you're a football fan yeah, but I could give a shit less about John Madden. I just know he was a broadcaster, but I don't know where he, where he got his start from. Did Dude, he just he go was, to college and get no, a good job? No, he played he football, got, and then he became the head coach of the Raiders, and I think he won a Super Bowl, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't remember. And anything about football has been expunged from my brain. That shit is gone. As soon as Eddie George retired, you were just like, <laughs> no, out. As soon as Chris Johnson left the Titans, everything was gone. I, like, expunged all of that shit. Well, and then after they made Kaepernick a pariah, uh, everything was gone. Football's well, dead. Well, let's not wait into those waters and derail the entire podcast. Uh, no. Let's talk a little bit about There's this nothing channel. else to talk about. Let's just talk about Colin Kaepernick, who is from Reno. Yes. Kind of. He's not really from Reno, but he's, he's kind of from Reno. He's from Reno. He was born in Reno. I took sociology with him in college um, for the three days that he showed up to class, or the three days that I showed up to class. I really shouldn't judge him. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this sales list. <laughs> Number one on this list... Uh, it's not super surprising given what's out right now, but frankly, uh, hey, yeah, 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 Ryan. I understand um, that. 
surprising in the sense that a this was maybe the only Zelda game I've never played, uh, with the exclusion of a couple very early Zelda games on like the the CD or whatever the hell it was. Uh, but the Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword, which originally came out on the Wii, correct? Not the Wii U. Sure. Uh, the, the HD remaster of this yeah. was the highest selling game of the month. Are you surprised by that, Eddie? Or did you expect this game to kind of put up some big numbers? Well, everyone owns a Switch, but I didn't expect everyone to buy this game. I guess Zelda's way more popular than I thought. <clears throat> I live in a bubble where I don't think Zelda's that popular. What bubble are you even talking about? I just believe, I just think It's been that around for I, 40 years. Yeah, I know it's been around for 40 years, but it just always seemed like a nerd thing to me. I didn't think it, like, existed outside Bro. of, like, <laughs> this, the, like, realm of, like, little nerds that also play... You're playing Yakuza and Persona spin-offs. That's a whole spin-offs. different spectrum. That's a whole different spectrum of nerds. That's, like, anime nerds, which are also whole different types of weird, and I'm in that spectrum. But the spectrum of Zelda nerds, like, think about it growing up. You never know people that are, like, into Zelda... Brian can't even believe what you're saying right now. Our third podcast host. I know, I know, because I'm saying some, some, but no one was into Zelda. Like <sighs> everyone played it. I have bought, I bought a Wii because of Zelda, and I bought a Switch because of Zelda because I didn't want to not play the Zelda. You're a games. closet. You're a closet Zelda fan. I don't think I was a closet Zelda fan. I was constantly talking about Zelda and Hyrule, just in general. I was just working in the daily conversation. Hey Pat, yeah. how's your day? Uh, it, high rules, bro. Thanks. There, I found you, one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You were always dying on the Shadow of Colossus because I remember I vividly. Do. Yes, I love you that were game. dying. On, you would die on the Shadow of Colossus train in Final Fantasy. Like, well, dude, Final Fantasy, I wear that on my sleeve. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like dissing Zelda, even though I, it's not my. I you kind of like are, but ga- I don't you like have those games. I don't like those games. But That's like Ocarina of Time was really highly regarded in our generation. Everyone played that game. It's the greatest so game. Everyone owns a ever. Switch. So I feel like people like Zelda, I didn't think they liked it that much, but it seems like it's going to be a really, like one of the probably top selling games of the year. Yeah, in a year it where is. things are a little bit down. Sorry, real fast, I just want to pause the podcast and go back to something that you just said. How do you pronounce Ocarina of Time? Ocarina of Time. What okay, did I say the first Ocar- time? I think it's an Ocarina, which is what I always said. And then when I was o- hosting, Ocarina. O- 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 I used to say Ocarina, like adding an R. And then we were shooting a video for THR, and my entire production team started laughing at me and made fun of me. I think it's how in you- the video where we pulled it up. How do you say it? I, I said, well, now you say Ocarina. I guess I always said Ocarina, and then people shamed me. Ocarina? It's upsetting my daughter just reliving this. A H C A R I N A Ocarina? Is that yeah, like. Shouldn't it be Ocarina? Yeah, I would have laughed at your coworkers. I'd have been like, Ocarina, you dummies. Read. Yeah, I'm going to go back. and I'm I don't even, punch I don't even everybody. like reading, and I know how to pronounce my words. Eddie can't even read, and he can still pronounce these words. I can read. I can read very well. Thank you very much. I just don't <laughs> like to read. I just hate reading. Reading is for children Ryan's age and for people in prison. I, I, I love that I knew that what you were going to say. Because you say it so often. All the time. <laughs> it's like your catchphrase. Reading is for children and prisoners. <laughs> Not prisoners, felons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Much different. Felons. So, yes. Uh, I don't read. The, uh, the other games on this list, as no surprise, is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is number two. How? Call of Duty is always, How? always, always in number How one. How are people two. still buying Cold War, though? Because everyone that. My students uh-huh. will, like, shit on Cold War. Like I have to that stop one them. Specifically, yeah, Black Day. Most of them hate Cold War. Just I have not a young fans lady. Of Ronald Reagan, or 
No, I just well, I probably not. <laughs> I bet they're probably not. Yeah, Reaganomics is probably in the reason why they're in. There. No, we don't have to get into politics now. <laughs> probably in the re- their neighborhoods that they're in now. But anyway, uh, but yeah, they hate that game. I have a young lady who get, was so adamant about how bad Black Ops were. I had to. I thought I had to br- break up a fight last week because she was just yelling at another young man in the classroom about you. You don't even know Call of Duties, bro. Like, you don't even know. That's the worst controlling game I've ever played. And I was like, oh, it makes shit. me feel better about the next generation, you know? Yeah. That they're still yeah. having those conversations about you don't know about Call of Duty. Yeah. It's just don't. a history it's... repeats itself, man. Time is a flat circle, as McConaughey would say. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I felt proud of her. I felt very proud of her. She stood her ground because, according to her, it's the worst <clears throat> Call of Duty out. Just play Warzone, she said. Warzone's pretty sick. I kind of forgot that there are games outside of Warzone. I just think of Call of Duty as Warzone now because it's like this juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but it doesn't get listed on these things because it's not really that. It's a, that's the thing with these with these lists that they do. They don't list games by revenue that they're generating. No. They just do it by no. sales, right? So like Fortnite's never on these, even though Fortnite is still cranking out Rob, Roblox. Yeah. I said Roblox. Yeah. Roblox. Roblox. Roblox yeah. is better though. I like Roblox. Roblox. He's Rob mm. Lowe's long lost twenties. Have they on. announced the next Call of Duty? Mm. Now that I'm, th- don't we have a Call of Duty that's supposed to come out in like three months? I think is it there leaked. one not coming out this year? No, there is, and it, it le- it's like Ascension or something, right? What the Ew, hell? Ew, what's that mean? Are you in heaven? Uh, uh, I hope so. You're just shooting angels. It, are angels and demons fighting for the realm of heaven? Is that the next Call of Duty? What am I missing here? It's called Vanguard. That's what it was. Um, Is it, are they going back to war? Oh, look at this black guy in World War One. Where are they? That's right. That's what it was. It was like leaks and it was that stuff happening. It's like Battlefield all over again. I think yeah. probably it's going to be a part of... Wait, no. Don't we have... Yeah. I oh, think it's probably going to be a part of games. <laughs> look at this diverse group of people in World War One. Okay. Oh, it's funny that there hasn't been blowback to this the way that there was when Battlefield did something similar. I think people are just over it. They're just they don't they're care gonna, anymore. They're going to lose that battle. And I yeah. think people have been so on, oh yeah, duh, Activision. They can't announce anything right now. I think <laughs> that might be why. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, like, I just, it, hit, it just hit me. I was like, why? Oh, Activision. Yeah, they're disgusting right now. Okay, well, always. But they're definitely under the radar. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Answer my own question. There's always a Call of Duty, there's always a Madden, and they always rank in the top five of sales. But, frankly, if you're a Nintendo Switch game, you're going to be in the top five, too, because, like, look, every time, it's insane how much Nintendo Switch sells. Again, it was also the uh, the top-selling console in dollar sales and in units sold, again, as it always is and has been in perpetuity forever and ever and ever, uh, because no one is... Well, that's not true. I mean, it's not like nobody's buying these new consoles. No, like, everyone's still just can't... buying, as we talk about it, every podcast, just, it's just the most convenient thing to buy. You can play it on the toilet. Yeah, like, okay. it's just Bye-bye. easy to buy. Sorry, my daughter's very upset. I think she was this. upset because we were talking over her, too. Yeah. She, she was yeah. like, I have points to make about <laughs> video games. Yeah, I don't know what sorry. they are, but I, I want to talk about them. Welcome um, to the United States. It's going to happen your entire <laughs> life. <laughs> sorry, you were burning girl. Sorry. Oh Sorry. Uh, I'm no. black. I sympathize. Not my daughter. She's going to be the queen of Mars. That's what I tell her all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mars. I like it. Um, nah, I'm struggling with this. Here's the thing. Here's the things that stick out the most to me. Is that Skyward Sword, a game that kind of gets forgetting in the Zelda pantheon, is still selling this much as a remake, showing again why... Every game is going to be remastered. Every game in the whole world is going to be remastered because it's just leaving money on the table if you're not doing it. So that's the one takeaway from this. And then the other takeaway is is that MLB The Show is the fastest-selling game in the series and the second best-selling game, I think, of the year so far. 
Uh, MLB yeah. The Show is like one of the most successful games of the year, even though nobody talks about it, nobody really thinks about it, and it's a baseball game. Yeah, because it's a sports game. So it's, you know it's going to do well yeah. if it's a sports game. And it's like the fastest selling game right now because Madden hadn't come out. Because Madden will be the fastest selling game. Yeah, and then Madden's going to be on the top of that list. It's just... And then NBA 2K. Well, actually, FIFA, sorry. I forgot about FIFA. No one beats FIFA. I know. I know, Ryan. You... No one beats FIFA. We talk about all these games. It's what we talk about all the time. It's that the things that people are talking about on Twitter and the things that are getting coverage from Games Press are not the games that are selling as much as the games that are just there every year. The yearly installments of yeah. these mega franchises, they are huge and they are untoppable. They, oh, yeah. Every year, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like people like what's familiar, right? Like you never see... And this is July too, so you know we're in a we're like not enough, not a lot of new releases in July. Well, we have big games uh, coming at the end of the year that will obviously like rank on here. But I'm just saying, as it stands right now, and every year for the last, I mean, bet. go look at the numbers. Every year, Madden and Call of Duty are at the top, and so yeah. is FIFA, and so well, is Grand Theft Auto. If you go by dollar sales, Call of Duty is a <laughs> family friendly game. You know, what I mean, like world? kids, right. kids all, every out of all my students own it. Like, how does every kid own Call of Duty? You know what I they mean? They like, shouldn't. I mean, it's rated M. I, you're literally I, I feel like that's brains, the but... safest M game you could buy someone. Probably, especially something like Warzone, right? That is, and that's probably controversial to say because I work with children, but it's probably like the safest M game you could buy because you're not like beheading people. And you're not like, there's some very violent games out there. Well, and now so. you don't even really have the story as much. I mean, there are in them, but it's not what's driving the uh, the people to these games as much. Yeah, no one's playing it for the story. They're playing it for yeah, the it's multiplayer. just multiplayer. And yeah. the multiplayer is like, I guess there's blood, but not really in the same way there are in other games. Yeah, and Call of Duty doesn't, like, the learning curve is very low. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody can jump in and play Call of Duty. Um, there, you always like if I can jump in if I haven't played a Call of Duty in like seven years I know I can jump in and like not miss a beat like it may f- feel a little different for a couple of games but I feel like you could jump back into it and get you know used to everything by at least the first week of or two weeks of playing it speaking of that by the way I I through Games Pass which is so stupendous I got the uh, Master Chief Collection for Halo and okay. I played uh, Halo 3 multiplayer today uh, which I haven't played in what 15 years whenever that game came out holy crap that game did not age the way I thought it would you can't sprint in it which is super weird in a shooting game uh, for multiplayer all the buttons are like way different and archaic like a layout that is not used in games anymore like the melee button is much different than what you think it would be the zoom is much different it was just a really bizarre experience to play a game from that long ago a game that I played a lot of when it came out yeah I mean I jump back into it about six months ago and you're absolutely right it's one of those games that you can jump back into it no matter what it like felt like i was riding a bike again as cliche and stupid as that saying is it, it was, just, was really shut up um <laughs> it was really it was it's a really easy game to jump back into which makes me excited to play this new halo that's coming out halo infinite yeah right which, yeah. yes which again is obviously I'm not saying Game of the Year is in, it's going to be the best Game of the Year, but Game of the Year in terms of impact in a year that doesn't really have a massive marquee AAA title. This is a year of a new Halo, which is pretty... What are you talking about? Skyward Sword came out this year. Oh, yeah, sorry, the remaster of Skyward Sword. The yeah, we had a we Not had even a the massive... best Wii Zelda game. Yeah, it, it, it's not even the only Zelda game on this list of 20 top like games being sold, which is crazy to me. Because Zelda um, is a monster, dude. Yeah, and this is um, software sold. So I think is this list worldwide? Because no, I'm very... the MPD does the US. 
I'm very interested to see that how well Monster Hunter Stories 2 did in the month of July. But then again, if I'm looking at all the other games on here... No, I mean, like, people really are eating the Monster Hunter candy right now. It's very interesting. Like, What I a resurgence... Think... Well, I don't even want to say resurgence. What a... Um... Uh, what an ev evolution for that game series, yeah. which was so popular in Japan for so long, and then Monster Hunter World was one of those mega hits where it really changed the entire trajectory of not even just the franchise but Capcom, the company. Because yeah, it was like the Fast and Furious of that franchise of that series. Uh, yeah. The fourth <laughs> one, which won't have the rock in it, Fast F Furious Fast Five. five? Fast, fast Five. five. Yeah, it's a Fast Five of yeah. that or Monster Hunter World. I'm sorry was the Fast Five of that series. Because I feel like after Monster Hunter World came out, like what you were saying, it just launched these games and Capcom into another atmosphere. Yeah, and it, it is a large part in why we have so many of these awesome uh, Resident Evil remakes. Because that game was so successful, both commercially and just commerci uh, critically across the board, the game was successful, that it allowed Capcom to revisit these other things and really do them above and beyond. So the whole company is kind of... Not that they were ever really down, down, but they were. Uh, way yes, they were. Yes, they were. I don't know if you, everyone remembers, but 2013, like around that time, when did Monster Hunter World come out? 2017. Because there was a time when people thought Mon um, Capcom was in big trouble. Like around that 2018, time. 2018, sorry. It was 2013. 2018. Because uh, I remember hearing like Capcom was like thinking about going like the same route that. And I think they might have some Pachanko machines. Well, like a Konami? I yeah, I remember that I hearing on multiple, like, giant podcasts or some podcasts when I used to listen to them that they were saying, like, Capcom was in dire trouble back around the time when we got out of college, so around that 2012, 2013 time. So I then feel along like, comes Monster Hunter World. Kablam! Well, that and then these Resident Evil games. Because remember, Resident right. Evil wasn't doing that well for a long time. No, because it was um, down after. I mean, four was such a high, and then five was kind of a letdown. Um, I don't even remember what was it—the sixth Resident Evil game. Was uh, there, there was a sixth one, wasn't? Yeah, I know, but I don't remember it at all. Was that the one that was very controversial? No, five was the one that was set in Africa. Oh yeah, six was the one that was like very forgettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very forgettable. Um, you, I, even if you look at the box art, it's just a six, a purple six on the box art. Now I remember. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because um, I remember playing five and liking it, even though it was controversial. Um, but I enjoyed playing that with friends. Um, felt weird killing a bunch of um, people in Africa. I didn't really enjoy that, but it was a fun <laughs> game to play with people. Um, late night, so I never, I don't think I ever played six, but yeah, the remakes of those games, you know, launched that. I just, I'm just, Capcom is something to be applauded. Like, just the way they kind of just. Yeah, it's a really amazing story that doesn't really happen that often in video games, I feel like. I feel like you don't Especially get. Especially with these major, major publishers like that. Too. And if I was a. I don't think Bethesda is really there yet, but if you're something like a Bioware or Bethesda that's been down for the last couple games, at least a little bit, you know, that's some prosim. You want to say they're down no, after Fallout 76? I wouldn't say Bethesda's down. No. Uh -uh. All right. I mean, uh -uh. they did Doom as well, correct? Yeah, right. They had Doom, and then they had the Wolfenstein's. Like they they've been pumping out. Like, yeah, they're all it, right. it wasn't Cap. It wasn't like Capcom for a while there. Um. But yeah, oh. the resurgence. But yeah, Bioware would be a better comparison because Bioware has been 
Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Bioware. Uh, speaking of bio, this is one of the weirdest things, too. Is Bio Mutant sold a million copies? Your segues have been on point tonight. Yeah, I'm I very surprised about Bioware. You mean Bio Bioware? Bioware, Bio Mutant. <laughs> man, we should win. That segue killed You ruined me. the segue, uh, dude. That segue killed me. Uh, man, I thought we were still talking about Bioware. Uh, Bio Mutant, yeah. I'm, I, cause I, one of the games that did well despite critics kind of being extremely lukewarm on it, and I feel like a lot of critics were extremely hard, hard on it, because yeah. it was still from a small studio, but they were treating this game like it was like made by Rockstar. I think it's because THQ Nordic it. was publishing it, and it, it, this had a long tail, too. This is a really weird rollout of this game, <clears throat> where it got announced, there was a lot of like buzz around it. I know that we talked about it lots of times, and we're really excited about this game, because of the way it looked. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan was yeah, excited, she too. liked it. Um, and then it kind of fell out of favor because it took so long in development that people stopped talking about it. And then it just, like, released without yeah. much fanfare at all. Uh, yeah. And then still managed to sell a million copies, yeah, which is which, as much as Ratchet and Clank sold. Which is... <laughs> yeah. yeah mind-blowing. Yeah, very mind-blowing. Like like I said, especially like in what you just talked about, they had a very good buzz... Uh, they had a very good E3 showing, and then they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. It just went dead quiet, and then it came out of nowhere. And like, yeah, this is coming out in two months, and I didn't see a lot of fervor around it. I felt like people were kind of just like, all the trailers that came out about that game. That game looked very dead. The world looked very dead. It just looked like you were just going from one empty location to another empty location, fighting like the enemies that were already planted there. Right. There was were there any NPCs on the side of the roads, or I didn't. See, I never saw any towns or any gameplay. Like they didn't market that game very well. Um, it was like a. I think other people have made this comparison, even though they're not really similar games, but it was a little bit like Cyberpunk, where, like, it had a lot of buzz around it. It clearly didn't have as much, like, when Cyberpunk did. But then it came out, and it just felt hollow. There wasn't just... There wasn't that much in it. Yeah, and and I feel like it was because it was such a small studio. Um, And I I never played it. I was waiting for it to go on sale, but I just remember a lot of people saying there were a lot of great ideas in it. Just nothing ever capitalized. So, you know, it'd be, you know, they made him, they made their money back. So, I, you know, they can probably hire some more people. Um, they can come out with some DLC, or maybe just gear up for the second game. But I'm definitely going to play it. I'm definitely going to purchase it at some point. I am skeptical. I'm scared to purchase it though because I know as soon as I buy it, it's going to be released on Game Pass. <laughs> so. That's the that's the new thing. That and that's another. That's maybe another thing. It wasn't released on Game Pass because that other big story that came out this week was the Outrider story that yes. I completely forgot to talk about uh, pre-podcast. So you're not, you have no idea what's coming. I, I, I do know, know what you're talking about, though. Yes. Yeah, like those guys are, and ladies that made that game, they didn't get their royalties back because Square Enix has been like very not forthcoming about how much they've sold, and like I just saw a bunch of people blaming Game Pass. So this has been something that I have been beating the drum of for years and it goes beyond just video games. It's also with streaming numbers is that if you're not reporting, um, even a little weird way kind of ties in a little bit with uh, Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Um, Hmm. If they're not reporting their numbers um, and you're paid off of a deal that used to be or generally is off of um, the royalties of how many units are sold, how many copies are sold, then you're really at the behest of whatever this company is that you made a deal with. And that's why these numbers need to be reported 
publicly. And also, right. these are these are public companies. I don't understand how they're allowed to not report these numbers. Yeah, and you have people that are waiting that worked extremely hard on this game, waiting for their royalties, and you know, for and I feel like this isn't. I saw multiple people post that yeah, this isn't Square Enix's first time doing this. Like they've done this with most most of the games that they've uh, published. This is a smaller team too that people can fly. Um, based in Poland, I think too. I, yeah. I remember speaking to them when this game came out. Um, so yeah, it's and it can't even be one of those things because we we're, usually we're the assholes that are like oh well they should have known you know what i mean but like mm -hmm. you don't really know because let's say you and i start making a game and square enix calls us and they're like hey we really want to pick up your game we right. like what you guys are doing what the hell are we gonna do yeah we're gonna jump we're gonna jump at that head first, and there's like three or four people making this game. Are you serious? Well, look at all the people that we've had on the podcast, including this week. You know, with uh, Mighty Yell, and I'm, I'm not trying to drag them into this conversation. All I'm saying yeah, is, is right. that like that's a tiny team, and then like, oh, Xbox wants to like publish right. your game and like put it out on their platforms. Like, dude, of course you're gonna take that deal. Yeah, unless I'm like, you know, Zion I R I P Zumbi. That I'm just like, no, I'm not going to take that big deal. I want to stay independent my whole life. Yeah. You know, but I don't have that. I'm not that strong. Yeah, how I'm many like people money. can do that, you know? Not, not everybody is Chance the Rapper, man. Like, I will sell out in a second. 100%. Oh we gosh. say that all the time on the podcast. As yeah. soon as somebody makes an offer on this podcast. Put like, me on oh, Fox man. News and with a Trump shirt and pay Does me, me $500,000. <laughs> I will do it. I, I, must, I will sell. I don't care. My integrity is not, I don't care. I and he has money. no scruples, no integrity whatsoever. Yeah. No. No. Well documented. Yes. Very well documented. It's a. It's a sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Um, and the game sold well, right? How many? How many copies does Outriders sell? I don't know actually off the top. We don't. Of we don't. That, that's why. That's a problem. Like, yeah, I guess so. Square right? Enix Isn't that what we're won. talking about here? Square Enix just came on. They're like, oh, just they didn't break even. Didn't yeah. do well. They Sorry. said they estimate between two and three million units. So I mean, it did well. Yeah, for for their first game. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's just whatever. It's just like it's constant bad news out of video games lately. Yeah, that's why it's so hard to like. I don't know. They'll be it be into the industry right now because it's just like every time you look at any news around it, it's so negative. Everything is just so bad right now. Which sucks because on the flip side, you have amazing stories like what we just talked about with Mighty L, like this small team just making their own independent game or something, the flip side of like the buy meeting conversation that we were having with Valheim, uh, which is another very small studio from a uh, Scandinavian company that I can't remember. I think it's Norway. Maybe it's Sweden. Uh, I've spoken to them too. Did they do it for the podcast? Maybe it was for Van. I don't no, remember. No, I don't think we ever had anyone from Valheim on the podcast. Whatever. I have definitely spoken to them. I probably did it for Ven. Um, regardless, they sold eight million units so i mean that's a huge amount that's up there with like spider-man and they did it through steam that's it that's it yeah. that's where they are they're on steam and by word of mouth i know that's what <laughs> like but man did you ever see a valheim ad no like by word of mouth so it was just like hey i'm on valheim everyone was talking about it everyone jumped on that game and i don't want to you know it was during covid when that <laughs> game came out everyone was home so and that was like I think that game was released in the bulk of like the shutdown where everyone was home so that it, definitely helped them the, there's lots of great positive stories around gaming right now and these small teams that are realizing their dreams and coming out with stuff and frankly that's all pretty much everyone we talk to on the podcast with the exception of like a few bigger names are those levels of developers and there's tons of them out there and they have great stories and it's you know, you think there'd be a lot more coverage of these types of things, and there is to a degree, but I mean, it's not all gloom and doom. No, it's not. 
It's not. And like, you know, I, I would like to see numbers more, though. I, I feel like we, you yeah, have to too. like dig, 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 dig for numbers. Even, even if you're this. developing the game yourself. Yeah, like <laughs> even with this top 10, I would love to see like, you know, they don't post numbers next to it. I want they I don't, love I, to see I, how many numbers or how much Neo The World Ends, which is 16th on this list, moved. Like how many units did Neo The World Ends With You move? That yeah, is pretty shocking. To me. It outsold The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I know that's many years later, but even still, way to go. And Resident Evil Village is still on this list at 19th, you know, so yeah, I still haven't played that game, but... There's a lot of problems with his reporting. There's, like, not a lot of great cataloging in this industry. The, like, I don't know, there's there's lots of issues that are growing pains for an industry that now finds itself the biggest media yeah. entertainment industry in the world. Hold up. Sorry to derail this. This MLB show, 21 numbers, don't even have the Xbox digital sales. Yeah, because we don't know what they are. Damn, that yeah. game did well. All right, I take back what I said. That game did very well for sports, but it's the only baseball game. The, the show is... You keep throwing butts at it. Yeah, pretty <laughs> but much. But it's the only baseball game. Uh, the show is like a sneaky powerhouse in. that nobody ever talks about. Every, uh, sports well, people I, like I talk about do, yeah. it. Yeah, It's a great it's game, like, too. It's a fantastic game. And I feel like it's a showcase game on like PlayStation. I feel oh, yeah, like if you sure. want to see where PlayStation's technology is, you get you the show. When I got back into gaming after being out with the PS3, when I finally bought one like a year before the PS4 came out, I bought it because of the show. That's why I bought a PS3. Yeah, I haven't watched baseball in years, but I play the show like crazy. I play Road to the Show like crazy. Like, yeah, who doesn't want to be Fernando Tatis and just crank a freaking home run over the Dodgers? Yeah, I'm or just or just be Edmund Arnold and get drafted to the Oakland A's. Like stuff is dope. Like no one wants to up in Oakland, but yeah, shut up, whatever. shut up, and like you know, play on my childhood team and just love it. Like it's awesome. Like the, the show is a great game. Yeah, and I've been agree. playing that. I've been playing that game since. I have great memories on that game. Playing on my Vita, on my PSP. Not oh my man, Vita. what am I talking about? So the Vita, uh, another great game system to play on the toilet. Um, I hate to do this because we're only about half of what our normal podcast is but i am a father and i'm dealing with lots of baby issues today so i am gonna have to wrap this one a little bit earlier i apologize oh, eddie and i apologize listeners man how is she taking you talking about her in front of her yeah i hear you her, hear her like, in the back ba- yeah. baby she's issues like, what do you mean baby issues she's like i am a co-host of the podcast uh <laughs> as always i want to thank everybody for listening um you can reach out to us we are all over the internet and on gmail and pretty much everywhere you want to find us and we'd love to hear from you yeah, we actually have a uh, website. We just haven't done any work on it at thedonkeyconartist.com. And it's happening, sure reach, though. It exists. It exists. And make yeah. sure you reach out to us on thedonkeyconartist.com, thedonkeyconartist at gmail.com, or just follow us at thedonkeyconartist at Twitter. We're so, all yeah, over the place. We're everywhere. Uh, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and check out our interviews this week. Yeah, we got a couple. good stuff. We so, have yeah. some fun ones coming up as well. Yes, fade away. Fading away. Fade away. Fade away. Fade away. Fade fade away. away. Fade away. I'm Ryan. Bye. I, I'm bye, a baby Ryan. and I can talk now. Bye, Ryan. Yeah. Bye. 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 Hi, Earl. Hi, Earl. I'm a baby. Bye. Bye, baby. Bye. Cool. Ended that right at 30 minutes, too. Yeah.